0: weary traveler please come in sit a spell and warm yourself by the fire that's quite the storm out there lucky you happen to stumble upon my humble bookstore or maybe it wasn't luck at all say I don't recognize you you're new in town aren't you tell you what new friend while you sit there and dry off how about I read you a story from my collection Sounds like a fun way to pass the time while we wait for that downpour outside to cease. Ah, this one's an oldie but a goodie. One of my personal favorites. I want to take you to the small town of Desolationville. (laughs) Sound familiar? School is out for the summer, and during the day the streets are alive with the starry-eyed excitement of playing children and the idle chatter of residents going about their daily business. However, during the night, The suburban streets of Desolationville are devoid of bodies. Nothing to keep one company but the ambient hum of streetlights and the subtle choir of crickets emanating from the underbrush. It is one of these warm, arid, lonely nights that our story begins. Lantern sconces illuminate a quaint and cozy library that sits on the corner of an intersection. An individual named Alliston walks the library's cramped corridors. He dusts shelves stocked with lute's parchment and leather-bound tomes.
1: Dusting shelves an hour past closing time, not my ideal Friday night. He continued to make
0: his way down the corridor, making sure that every crevice and cranny between the shelves were wiped clean of grime. After all, he wouldn't want to displease the library's owner now, would he? It was then Alliston noticed something unusual about the library's quiet atmosphere he had grown so accustomed to over the long summer nights. The closet door that the library's eccentric owner usually kept locked down tight was ajar.
1: (sighs) The old crone can't even remember their own rules sometimes. Guess I better make sure that's locked down too.
0: Although the plaque on the door indiscernibly read, Forbidden, As Alliston felt the cold brass of the doorknob in his palm and the steady draft emanating from the dark closet on his face, he let his curiosity get the better of him. He opened the closet door wide and investigated.
1: Why does she keep this door locked down so tight?
0: Alliston reached his hand around the interior of the closet, feeling for a light switch. He was successful and saw that the closet was filled with top-covered crates, small trinkets, and other oddities. The area smelled of mildew and moldering wood. Making his way inside, he saw that among the many curious items this room contained, there was a small, sealed mason jar sitting atop a table. Inside the jar was some sort of, uh, well, it's... It's hard to say, really. Whatever it was, it was small, and it was so hideously offensive to any semblance of earthly life that it clearly had no good reason to exist. Whatever it was, it spoke to Alliston.
1: Mortal! Who was that?
2: Down here! I am locked within this infernal prison! What the- What are you, mortal? I'm sorry? What is your name?
1: Um... Alliston? I'm a I volunteer here.
2: Very well, Alliston, the volunteer. Listen close and listen well, as I will only say it once. I order you to open this jar that the foolhardy owner of this establishment has locked me in and release me at once. Do you understand?
1: Whoa, hold on. You've been making a lot of requests, and I don't even know your name.
2: My name.
3: My, my... name. My name. I have gone by many names over the eons. Bringer of Death. The Ancient King. The Matriarch of Madness. I have seen the birth and the death of thousands of kingdoms. I have rained fire and brimstone upon the Corinthians and cursed empires with festering pestilence that ravaged their insides and tore them to sunder i do not desire power or godhood nor do i desire to be worshipped as one i seek only to torture and spread destruction one day the oceans of this world will run dry the earth will erode away and the stars the stars will flicker out. Nothing will remain. Nothing but I. The people of the new world know me by my true name. A name only whispered in the darkest corners of this sullen earth. My name is Biscuits. (laughs) Your name is Biscuits? Silence, you
2: insolent scum. You will release me from this jar at once
1: or you will face my wrath! Whoa, okay. First, those were a lot of harsh words. Secondly, you don't seem to be in the position of dispensing any wrath at the moment, especially since I seem to be the only one at the moment who can open this jar. Wow, you're absolutely fascinating. You're the most interesting thing I've seen here all summer. Alistair,
2: I believe we have gotten off the wrong foot. I... So where
1: did you come from? Are Are you an alien, a bacteria, some sort of weird... Growth of some kind? You you look a bit like... Fungal infection I got once on the other side of my... Uh... awesome! Sorry.
2: Do you desire
1: your life? I would say so.
2: Once I am free from my infernal prison, and my conquest on all humanity begins, I will spare your life if you just loosen this jaw. That's it? What do you mean, that's it?
0: Alliston gently closed the closet door behind him and sauntered over to the small table the jar rested upon. He sat on the floor next to it and swung his arm around the jar.
1: Look. Look at me, Biscuits. It's a Friday night. Other kids my age are out storming the streets of the town, partying and going on dates and doing... you know, high school senior stuff, and I'm stuck here in a dusty old library talking to some cosmic horror beyond my human comprehension. I- I've been here all summer trying to convince my folks that I'm doing something productive with my life, and I'm not even making any money. <laughs> You're the most exciting thing that's happened to me all summer.
2: I must say, Allison. To me, humans are nothing but corporal pieces of trivial scum, but that, that was truly one of the most pitiful, disgraceful, embarrassing salt stories I have ever heard. spoon from one of you mortal slimy teeth-filled
1: faceholes! Please don't call it that.
0: <laughs> the creature began to laugh the most retching, horrible laugh you could possibly imagine. Alliston went red with embarrassment.
2: You I like this meaningless statistic in this <laughs> world. You actively detract any essence of respectability that permeates
1: it. how about this, Biscuits? Since you seem to have been in there for quite long, I imagine a few more days sitting in there won't be too much to bear. I'll think about your offer for a bit and get back to you. <laughs> no, 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 wait, Alistair, get back!
2: <laughs> I didn't mean it! That was awfully rude of me! I'll make you a new deal. Release me from this jar. <clears throat> and I'll give you... I don't know, a limited power or something.
0: Now this gave Alistair pause.
1: For real?
2: Sure! Why not? Could be quite amusing.
1: Alright, biscuits. I'm trusting you.
0: Alliston stuck out his arm for a handshake. Understandably, it was not reciprocated. Oh, right. Alliston scrambled to open the jar. Upon doing so, the creature instantly exploded out of the jar in a fashion both magnificent and petrifying. Shards of glass scattered through the room like shrapnel. Alliston was thrown back, and the back of his head impacted a nearby shelf. He collapsed on the floor, unmoving.
2: Ha <laughs> ha What a fool you were, Alaston. Just like all the other mortals I've come across, why on Earth would I ever sacrifice even a fraction of my power for an insignificant scum like you? You can lie there and rot for all I care. Now nothing stands between me and world domination!
0: The monster reached for the closet doorknob with a, uh, quasi pseudopod mandible sort of appendage. Although it tried with all its might, it was unable to achieve a firm grasp on the doorknob. Unsuccessful. The monster shifted its gaze back to Alliston, now just an unconscious lump of tangled limbs on the floor.
2: Alliston, I humbly apologize for deceiving you moments ago. I am in need of your services once more. Alliston? Alliston? Desperate
0: attempt to wake him, the creature took up Alliston in its vague approximation of an arm and began to vigorously shake him. Aliston!
2: Get up off the floor at once! This is funny! Aliston! Aliston! We need to open this door, Aliston! It is the only way I, we, will ever achieve our rightful places as the rulers of the multiverse. Aliston!
0: Ah, what a delightful story, that one! I told you it was one of my favorites. And wouldn't you know it, it looks like the weather has finally cleared up. So you best be on your way, friend. However, if you ever find yourself wanting to hear another one of my fictional tales, feel free to stop by. My doors are always open after all. At least, most of them are.